Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Classified. This is Mocha Only. This is Sean Price. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. This is Quake Matthews. What's up, my brother Ali? Fight Diggy, Tribe Called Quest. Eloquent, man. What up, Styles Peter Ghost. This is Ab Soul. This is K.O. And you listening to The Come Up Show, where that feel-good music lives. Hey. This is show that you come up on, yeah. This is spot that you come up strong, yeah. Hey, welcome to the Come Up Show podcast. I'm Bill Beeman, your guest host for a special episode this week. We're going to be talking to Blackistan from the Army of the Pharaohs. I had a chance to phone him down in New York and hear about the new collaborative project he's working on with Stu Bangers entitled Watson and Holmes. This project is set to drop July 29th. Let's hear what he had to say. I was thinking, I've been talking to some people around here, showing your music around, and, and a lot of people have heard about you, especially off the uh, the demo, Demigods and AOTP thing, but I just want you uh, want you to maybe tell them, you know, who, who's Blackistan? Yo, man, Blackistan is a classic MC, um, a conceptual rhymer. Um, Blackistan is, is hip-hop, man, a member of the Demigods a member of the Army of the Pharaohs, and um, just somebody who's out to bring the purest form of hip-hop. You know what I mean? Somebody who's about the culture, man. Mm-hmm. MC, artist, all that good stuff. Yeah, how, how did you get your name? Um, My name kind of came about in, in the era of um, CNN, um, and, and, you know, that era where CNN came out with the war report and... Um, Tragedy Gaddafi and um, and Capone and Noriega, you know, it was a time where they um, everything that that they did in that time was like um, middle Middle Eastern based, you know, um, mm-hmm. where they, you know, they would say that like um, left rack was Iraq, you know, Queensbridge was Kuwait, um, and they heavily referenced um, Middle Eastern things and. Around that time, my name was already Black, and um, I was locked up, and I was rhyming and stuff, but not really taking it too seriously, and, you know, a friend of mine I was locked up was like, yo, yo, you know, he was calling himself Lebanon, and he was like, yo, you should call yourself Blackistan, like Pakistan, and um, at that time, I was like, ah, that sounds a little bit corny or whatever, man, but... um. I started to like it, you know what I mean? I started to use it in rhyme, and it stuck. And I was like, yo, Blackistan, you know, it felt original. It felt like a name that, you know, everybody wouldn't have. You know, it can mean many things, you know, like um, a black man taking a stand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Blackistan revolutionary, you know what I mean? Um, and I also recently came up with a few monarchies, too, like um, Blackistan Lee Kubrick. You know, Black So Foley, yeah. um, Black Stan Lee, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, it's definitely, it's something original, but kind of not original, you know, because I adopted it and adopted it kind of from the um, CNN type of vibe. So yeah, Channel 10. Shout out to CNN for making dope music and being original. And shout out to Tragedy Gaddafi, um, who I've had the opportunity to meet. Um, shout out to them that, um, you know, making dope stuff and creating slang and being innovative 
they, they inspired me, man, a great deal. You know, I probably wouldn't have my name if they didn't do what they did. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. But but you said uh, you are, you know, you were serving some time and uh, and you were already rhyming when you picked up that name. So, like, what, what originally got you into hip-hop itself then, back when you were going just by black? Oh, man. Um, originally, man, I, I don't know, man. It's like um, my older cousin, you know what I mean? My older cousins, my older brother, you know what I mean? Um, hip-hop, I'm 34 years old, man. So, like, um, hip-hop is, is older than 30 now, you know? So, it's like hip-hop has always been, like, um, the background of my life. It's like, I, I really can't remember life without hip-hop. You know what I mean? Um, as, as, as long as I've been old to hear music, old enough to hear music, to comprehend music, hip-hop has pretty much been around, you know? And it's natural that, you know, growing up in urban areas and stuff, that you would gravitate to the music of that culture. You know what I mean? Uh, I was formerly, like... The first records that I ever had, you know, were like LL Cool J's, you know, like, ah, uh, you know, I'm bad. Um, and I'm um, like the Beastie Boys License to L. Mm. And like, you know, some early Public Enemy stuff. Like, those were like the first records that I personally had, you know what I mean? And um, my, my cousins would later on introduced me to, like, T-Rock and CL Smooth, introduced me to music of, like, um, Gangstar and, you know, stuff like that. And obviously by that time you had um, Rap City, you know, you had, like, Yo! and TV Raps mm -hmm. come out in, in that mix. So it was, like, it was all around me. Hip-hop was, was the shit, you know what I mean? It was very dope at, at, um, at that time. And I was introduced to it and. I naturally gravitated to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. By the time Wu-Tang came out, I was fully coherent, um, and I was fully um, embodying the music. Like, by that time, I started to really understand what was being spoken about in the music, and, and, and it just drew me in even, even more, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was introduced to hip-hop through my cousins, and I was just introduced to hip-hop through being, uh, you know, a kid that grew up in the inner city in the urban areas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah. and, and I mean, like, back, a lot of those artists you mentioned, you know, especially, like, the gurus and public enemy, like, they, it seemed like, you know, they had a, they had a message coming out and they, they were really trying to, you know, force change or, or even let people know that everything was all right. Like, how would you say to the point now, today, on, on a day where, you know, Watson and Holmes is coming out pretty soon that, you know, how has the game changed and, and what, the way MCs attack a microphone, you know? Um, I mean, like these days, I would say, um, hip hop has, um, strayed away from a conscious element, definitely. Um, earlier on, you know, it, it was real pro black, you know what I mean? Um, it, it was important that the music had a message back then, you know what I mean? Now it, it's a little bit different. I mean, you know, like the other day, I was looking at an X Clan video. You know what I mean? And it was like, yo, these brothers, these brothers are running around, you know, with beads on and, and they're very Afrocentric and mm. the whole message is pro-black. And um, these days, that doesn't happen that much. Not even in underground, you know. Um, 
But I'm not sure exactly why it's like that. I mean, I guess, you know, selling a pro-black message to, like, a mainly white consumer, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's a difficult thing to do. You know what I mean? Um, and, and everything is about money and corporate influences. And, you know, no one really wants to hear about anything positive. You know, it's all about, like, drugs and, you know, rapper, you got your braggadocious rappers, you got like your, um, you know, your, your backpack type of flow. So I, I do believe that there's different kind of, kind of rhymes. But on, on any given day, I could be any one of those things. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I could rap about, you know, self-improvement and, you know, pro-black. And then I could rhyme about wizards and warlocks or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's kind of based on where I'm at. You know, and, and, you know, what I feel like rapping about. And that's one of the beautiful things about being an independent MC, man. You got the freedom to, to do and say what you want in, in your recordings or that. Yeah, but and so, there is a lack of consciousness, man. And, uh, well, well, and there's a lack of direction, I think. Well, with uh, with this Watson and Holmes album coming out that uh, you and Stu Bangers did, uh, it's coming out on the 27th, what... What is sort of the message or like... It's coming out the 29th. The 29th? On, um, July 29th, yeah. Word. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks for the correction. I'm getting stoked on it. All right. No doubt. No doubt. But uh, what's what's the message and sort of the reason, the main theme behind like why you went with the title Watson and Holmes? Well, um, what happened was, you know, uh, we were working on a record um, initially with Reef the Lost Cause. Shout out to Reef. And um, we, we, all of us that were involved with the record kind of got sidetracked. You know, we're working on different things, traveling, you know, like doing a lot of different things, all of us. And um, what happened is that that record kind of got pushed to the side. And a lot of the initial records that was on that, you know, I had already recorded to and Stu had made the beats to and stuff. And we decided to um, to keep moving forward with the record and um we we didn't know exactly what we we're gonna do but we were like yo let's do a full length me and Stu, and we're gonna move forward with it and we didn't have a concept of a name you know we didn't have a direction that the record was going in we just knew that we had good chemistry and we were recording some dope records mm -hmm. um and Stu sent through a joint that he had recently did and when i heard the beat I went in on it right away. I almost like immediately wrote the whole song in one sitting. And there was a line in there where I referenced Watson at Holmes, where I was like, yo, we embark on a journey like Watson at Holmes, you know? And, and it was like, wow, you know, when I said that and was playing the record back and I was listening to it, I said to the stew, he was listening to it and we were bugging out over it like, yo, this is a perfect record. And I thought to myself, like, yo, Watson at Holmes, you know, like, we're like the rap games Watson at Holmes, you know, we complement each other, you know, like, when you think about Sherlock Holmes and Watson, you, 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 you think about their, um, their cohesiveness, um, you think about how well they work together, 
in cracking cases and getting to the bottom of whatever cases they were involved in. And it was like, yo, that's us, man. You send me the right beats. You know what I like. We want, we sound well together. Yo, we're watching at home. Mm-hmm. And that's what we named that particular song. And then it was like, yo, that's so perfect. Um, and then we knew that it was a familiar thing that people would relate to because, you know, they're a legendary duo. And it made sense to say, yo, we're Watson at home. This song is named Watson at home. And this record is named Watson at home. Mm-hmm. And then after that song, the album and the songs that we recorded, that we started to record, started to take a new direction. Because now, after that, we had a direction going. So, um, definitely, man. Watson at home, man. Straight all candy. That's what it is. So that's the name of our group. Bangers and Blackistan, but watching it home. Uh, the and uh, based on based on the cover art, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that you you are sort of taking more of the advantage of homes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like um, why Sherlock Holmes traditionally was the upfront guy. You know what I mean? Um, he was he took the lead. You know what I mean? And Watson kind of just you know, fell to the back, you know, like, so, and every good duo, like Batman and Robin, or, you know, whatever else you could think of, you know, um, then you have to have one person that takes the lead, and the other character is a supporting character, you know what I mean? So, usually the producer would take the background, or the producer would take the supporting role, you know what I mean? And the MC would be up front, the more vocal one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Lead man, you know, Mike rocking it. For sure, for sure. So, uh, I mean, off the, off the first two leaks you got out with the machine and Nubian Metal, I got, uh, I'm just sort of wondering what prompted you to throw those two up first. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling like maybe it's sort of a, an army thing, you know, like throwing the squad out with you. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I feel like, um, you know, we, we definitely got other records on an album that are, that are single-worthy or that um, are leak-worthy or whatever. Um, but, you know, we, we know what the listeners want, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, all we think that we know what the listeners want, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I'm still a fan, you know? So, um, we you know, coming off of the Pharaohs record and Jeffrey Bond. Everybody was still, you know, hyped over the Pharaoh's record. We just dropped the Demon Blade video. Mm. We know that, you know, the kids love the Pharaohs, you know what I mean? And um, it was like, yo, it was just really just a strong record on Nubian Metal. And we wanted to make sure that we set things off right, you know. We wanted to be able to get people's attention. And, and you know, what better way to do that than with a hard you know, rock guitar beat with heavy drums, mm. and what better way to than to just unleash the hounds on them, you know, and, and let self and vent out on them, and you know, it was just a raw track where we just was rapping, 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 you know, over a hard beat, and and, and I think we we struck right when we dropped that out first because we definitely got people's attention with that. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's just, it ain't nothing, man. It's Pharaoh biz. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Straight up. Yo, uh, 
for for uh for the people out here, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh Stu Bangers and, and what really attracted you to his style that you thought would make it cohesive enough to, you know, put out an album. Yo, um Stu is my brother, man. Um we met a while back, you know what I mean? And um I was always saying this stuff circulating around and um he, yo, he's just talented, man. You know, um, anyone who listens to my music knows that I'm a fan of the boom bap. I'm a fan of the heavy drums, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of the upfront drums and just heaviness, man. You know, I I'm a fan of the drum machine, you know what I mean? And um, Stu Bangers embodies that, man. You know, he has a real classic sound, and he, he has his own kind of sound in a way. You know, he... He tends to lean towards the rock and roll samples, you know. Um, and uh, once we started to work together, that's when it was clear. It was like, yo, he would just send me the right beats where um, I could write to the joints effortlessly. Like, some of the stuff I just went on autopilot, you know. Like, I was feeling the production so much, I just let loose and, you know, just let the songs come out as they came out. And that, my friend, you know what I mean? That's chemistry. You know what I mean? Like, that's chemistry. It's like, you don't even have to try. Like, when everything's right, as a lyricist, as a, as a, as a rhyme writer, when you got the right production, you don't even have to try. You don't even have to, yeah. like, think about concepts. Once you get the right production, all of that is just flow. And that's what happened. Like, I mean, any great, you know, everybody has their own process, but I'm pretty sure any good MC that's worth their weight in salt would tell you that, you know, if the production is right, it's a beautiful thing. So with Stu, you know, we matched up well. And I think when you hear the record and everything, I think that you'll be able to pick up on that, that it doesn't feel con contrived, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. I seen uh I seen you got the uh the promo packages out with them with all the clothing and shit to go with it. The artwork is is dope, man. Who who'd you get to do that? Um Chris B Murray, man. Um he's a very very talented artist, man. It's like um I, I saw his stuff on the Demigods record, but I I remember like seeing his stuff before that. And I instantly became a fan. Like, I just, I saw his stuff, and I just wanted to see more of his stuff. And, and I thought, like, you know, I had all these great ideas of what should, what we should translate visually to go with the Watson and Holmes. You know, it all ties back into them being classic characters. And um, I thought it would be cool if Stu and I could really become those characters. And it was like, there was no real way to do that other than to have an artist create Sherlock Holmes and Watson really? as Watson and Holmes as Stu Bangers and Blackistan. And, yo, Chris Murray, he nailed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, NPC it's and just powerful, man. He, 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 caught, he captured it. And I think people responded to that well, too. You know what I mean? It's captivating, man. Hopefully, Watson and Holmes, we could go on and do many records, you know what I mean, as a group. Mm-hmm. Solve many crimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Many <laughs> uh yeah, you got you got any plans on a video? First video coming out? Yeah, we got um we got a couple videos now. 
Um, we, we were trying to hold off on them until closer to the release of the album. We got a video for the title track, Watson at Home, and we have a video right now for Change, and we're in the mix of doing a surprise video. You know what I mean? But I don't really want to talk about it too much. You All know right. what I mean? Um, but we're getting ready to, to lay some stuff up. And, um, yeah, man, Watson at Homes, man. You know what I mean? Seven twenty nine fourteen. Watson at Homes, man. We um we got the next joint that we're gonna drop off of the project is the title track, Watson at Homes. Get ready, man. You know what I mean? Just just realize that this is the title track. This is what we molded the the rest of the album around. So when this drops, you're gonna understand where we coming from. Uh yeah. Anything else you want to say or show that you want to lace before uh, we kill this out? Yo, man, shout out to the demigods, shout out to the army of the pharaohs, all of my brothers, shout out to my brother Stu Bangers, shout out to you for having having me on the air. Yo, and we working on getting out to your area, man, so um, we, we pushing the envelope for by the end of the summer, man, so hopefully we'll be out in your area and you'll be able to see the, the watching at home show and um, get a live beat. You know, a live beat set from Stew Bangers and and also a performance from me, Smash City, man. So uh, Watson at Homes, 729-2014. Get the album. The pre-orders are up at www.brutalmusic.org, yo. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, no problem. Respects, man. Thank you for uh, coming on. You, you, you're one of the most respectable people in the game. You got the rawest lyricism. <laughs> And uh, and doing it live, you know? No doubt. Respect, bro. Again, this is Bill Beam and your special guest host for the Come Up Show podcast. We've just heard from Blackistan, feature member of the Army of the Pharaohs crew, and his personal thoughts on hip-hop. Look for his new collaborative album with Stu Bang, as entitled Watson and Holmes, dropping July 29th. You can listen to the first two singles from the album Nubian Metal, featuring Vinnie Paz and Self-Titled, as well as The Machine, featuring Apathy. Also, be sure to look for the title track, Watson and Holmes, coming soon. Recording for you live from London, Ontario, where the hip-hop don't stop. It's your boy Bill Beeman, The Come Up Show. Peace. (laughs) 